You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Hey, Melissa. Hey, Elisa. It is that time again, 397 of Geekiest Show Ever. What will we talk about? Wait, what will we talk about? (laughs) Deja Mm -hmm. vu. I think we talked about most of our episode before we hit the record button. <laughs> yeah, we have to figure We kept saying, no, wait, we, we should stop talking about it. We should press record. <laughs> but did we? No. no. We kept talking. <laughs> so you wanted to talk a bit about Apple Music. Yeah. Um, before we get to that, though, let's remind everybody that WWDC 23 mm-hmm. is coming up on June 5th. And I want to go over just a couple of things we, things we were talking about that I put on our WWDC wish list. Or WWDC WL. My first thing that I would like to see, and and I don't have any high hopes for any of this, but it's just something that I would like to see happen as they're developing new software, when they start talking about new features. I would really love to see a shared contacts library. So I think, wasn't it just this last WWDC that they released the shared photo library where you could have your library your, your husband's library or whoever, and then you could share a library between two people. I think that might have been released at the last one. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but I know that that's a relatively new feature. I would like to see the same kind of treatment done to the contacts app. I mean, it's it's something you, you share with each other. I mean, who doesn't share their contacts with each other? I mean, you're going to tell me you don't, right? <laughs> how do you my guys, husband? Yeah, how do you guys handle contacts? No, I have them all. You just have them all. And he just yeah. like lets you take care of everything, right? He has, yeah. well, no, see, we don't have shared friends. So uh, okay. he has his list, I have my list, uh-huh. and there you go. And you don't have any need to share anything between each other? Nope. You guys are mutants. We're- <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm doing, just, it, I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> just family members yeah. we both have. Yeah. But that's it. Well, so that's, that's like a, a good use case scenario right there. So what do you do? You don't have that many, so I guess you just keep your own family members separate. You just each have to enter your own details like a cave person. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. what we do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) See, what I do is we have, and I know I'm making it more complicated, and this is why I want it simplified by Apple, but we, and I think I've talked about this before, but we keep a third Apple ID set up, and that's the only thing we use it for. Because you know how on your iPhone you can, and on your on your all your devices, you can enter in a separate Apple ID. It's just not your main Apple ID, so it won't be the, it won't be used with the the photo library things like that. Those those things are just for you, but you can add additional Apple IDs for other reasons. Like say, for example, you have another email address at iCloud.com, so you'd want to enter that information so that you can have multiple email addresses. So there's reasons why you would want to have a secondary Apple ID. I know for the longest time before the Apple family plan came out, uh, we had to have that separate ID because that's what we used for app purchases. Um, I think we ended up converting that into my husband's ID and we just kind of ditched the one that he had been using because he didn't have a whole lot of data associated with it. But yeah, we had two we had two different Apple IDs and one of them we were using specifically for app purchases another thing i think was game center so you could have you could have um like for example back before my kids were old enough that they really had their own apple id they would have their own game center 
but say they wanted to use my phone because they didn't have their own phone at the time to play games. So I wouldn't sign myself into Game Center. I would sign in one of my kids to Game Center and let them play the games on the iPad and things like that. So suffice it to say, there's different reasons for having a separate Apple ID. And that's what we've been using that system where we have a separate Apple ID and we just use it for sharing contacts. But again, like that complicates things. And I'd rather just, why can't Apple just build it in? They they did it for photos. And that sounds like a whole lot more complicated than a database for for contacts. So so that's on my wish list is to have shared contacts, like a shared contacts group that you can share with another person. I mean, even like, let's, let's say um, you were a freelancer or um, an entrepreneur and you were starting up a small business. Why couldn't you just all say, okay, here, here's our clients. Like say you and I uh, had, or even just podcasting, for example, let's say you and I uh, were doing podcasting stuff and we were doing outreach or something. We would want to have a shared contacts list that just you and I can share just for those contacts, you know, advertisers, whatever, not that we have any, but you know, anything that we would need that, that had an email address or a phone number associated with it so that we wouldn't have to keep, you know, doing the, the double work to enter it all kind of like with one password well, similar you know? like one password yeah yeah, yeah exactly. having a separate vault uh-huh yeah. yep something like that so that's that's on my wish wish list that's what i would like to see and then you were talking about um having issues with duplicates in your ios not on the mac but in the ios music app and you want a way to mass delete a bunch of duplicates at once but you just let me clarify so you just want to have like say you're going on a trip and you don't need seven different versions of the same song or, or whatever, and you want to delete no. those? No, no, okay. no. This is when I have a duplicate of the exact same song. Exact same because song. I do have duplicates of an individual song. So say, for mm-hmm. example, Mary Jane's Last Dance by Tom Petty. Yeah. I have it on the Greatest Hits album. I have it on uh, a couple of other Greatest Hits compilations. I have it live. I have it from right. when I saw him in concert and recorded it. I want mm. all those copies. Yeah. What I don't want is Mary Jane's Last Dance three times from the same exact source. So from his Greatest Hits album. Right. I don't need it. It's the same exact one. I want to get rid of those other two. Yeah. There must and- be something in the metadata that just makes it different enough that the Apple Music app thinks it's a different song. You know what I mean? Like maybe there's just something, maybe there's a space in between one of the words, like an additional space or something. Maybe it thinks it's a separate song. Like I wonder that if that has happened. Be, you have to yeah. be very, very careful because yeah. there's no, oh, what do they call it? Special expressions, I think it is. So it's not like saying, well, if it's a lowercase b, it also represents an uppercase b. So you have to be careful because if you put say Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers and you use the ampersand. Right. Yeah. Or you spay you spell out A N D, but it's the exact same song. It's looked at as two different songs yeah. because ampersand and and. Right. So it's easy to find duplicates on the Mac. Right. All you would do there is just go to file. Uh let me open it up so I can tell you exactly the root. You would go to file library show duplicate items. Mm-hmm. And then you can go through and you can determine if you have an exact duplicate or if there are duplicates, like I said, where it might be a live version, etc. Mm-hmm. So you can do that on your Mac. You just can't do it on iOS. Right. And when I looked up, up when I looked it up on iOS, all the answers I found were, well, you can just delete your music and re-download it. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that's not a good option. It's not the same thing. 
No, that's not what I want to do. Yeah. So we'd like to see that kind of overhauled in the music app, at least. And then, um, I mean, this all this all is going to dovetail into what we're going to talk about anyway. So then the other thing we had on our WWDC wish list is to give us a way to prevent Apple Music match service from matching live versions and risking file removal. Now, I've read through the forums, and remember we asked, we, we asked this question last time, and we had thought that maybe if we unchecked the box, you know, there's a checkbox. I tested that out, and that doesn't do anything. All, all of the checkbox does really is lets the, the syncing service know, yes, you want to sync the song to your phone, or no, you don't want to sync that song to your phone. Or if you don't want it played, like for a while there, I had a bunch of comedy uh, things that we had downloaded from CDs and ripped from CDs or something. And I had a whole bunch of comedy selections. Well, I already listened to them. And I really just didn't want the comedy stuff coming in when I was listening to music on shuffle, say, for example. And so I unchecked a whole bunch of that stuff so that it wouldn't sync to my phone. So that's one example. But I, in all of the forums that I read about this, it seems like there's no way to prevent, if you have Apple Music or iTunes Match, which I think they're one in the same now, or that that matching service is built into to Apple Music, the subscription plan. So that's going to happen automatically. But the only way to keep it from doing that, from what I've read, is that you have to go into on on the iPhone, for example, you have to go into settings, scroll all the way down to music, and then where it says sync library, you have to switch that off. Same thing on the Mac you have to go into the settings and turn off sync. Let me see if I can find the exact path for that. I want to say it's under music, settings. Yep. So it's the very first thing, at least in Ventura, it's the very first thing at the top. It says library. Then there's a checkbox and it says sync library. And then it shows your Apple ID. It says show all the music you've added, purchased and uploaded. The music on this computer will appear on your other devices after syncing with the cloud. They just refer to it as the cloud. And so for me, that box is checked. Now I did some experimenting and when I unchecked it, then of course, you know, as to be expected, all of my Apple Music went bye-bye. Now that doesn't mean that I lost it all. So for example, I kind of panicked a little bit. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try this because I, you know, I have a bunch of playlists and things, but I knew it would be synced on my phone because I had not unchecked that I hadn't toggled that switch off. So it wasn't like I was going to like lose it completely. And that's what, what ended up happening was that I was able to retain it because it is synced in the cloud. So when I unchecked that box, all the Apple Music stuff that I had downloaded or, or synced for streaming, you know, told the Apple Music service, hey, I'd like to listen to this on my Mac. And oh, by the way, I'd also like it in these playlists. And I want to be able to play it in this order. Um, that all went away. But then once I checked the box again, it all came back. So I didn't lose anything. But what remained when I did uncheck it, because I did that as a test, was the stuff that I had imported from CDs or from hard drives that I've been storing over the years. So that stuff remained. So it was really just the stuff that was either uploaded to the cloud or matched in Apple Music. Those were the things that, that went away and then came back when I checked the checkbox again. But what we're talking about is um, so I, I've been using the example of the song Melissa from the Almond Brothers Band, and so I have Melissa from Eat a Peach, and I have Melissa that's like a live 1992 recording. So I did do the test, and it did pass. In other words, I 
and I sent Elisa a bunch of screenshots so that she can kind of play along. But you can see in one of those screenshots I showed you, and I'll put some of these in our show notes if it makes sense. Um, when I imported those songs into my music library on my Mac, then they got the cloud status that said waiting. And I waited and I waited. And then when it was done, the cloud status changed from waiting to matched. And then the one from the live album just said uploaded. And that's what you really want to happen. You want it to be uploaded, but you don't want it to be replaced with a different live version or a different version of the song. So I, I did exactly what I wanted. I wanted to be able to sync those two songs. I wanted the live version and the album version. And I wanted them synced to my phone. And it did that. It also matched it to the Apple Music version. But for the live version, all it says is uploaded. So in other words, it didn't touch it. It didn't swap it out with something else like you were describing last time we were talking about this. Now, that's not to say that was only one song. That's not to say that that doesn't still happen. Because when I read the forums, people are swearing up, down, left, and right that that's what has happened, that they've allowed Apple Music to match their songs, and then they lost, meaning like it actually took the copy away from their hard drive and it replaced it with something, not on their hard drive, but in their cloud music library, it replaced it with a different version, different artwork, something just different. Sometimes in, in some cases, not even the same song. It might have the same title or something that's similar about the title, but just like you had an example of that when you went on a road trip, right? Where the I had it, it different with CeeLo Green. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with CeeLo Green with Forget You. Oh, I yeah. had purchased, yeah, I purchased yeah. the clean version. So that's version the same song, stu- but a different and stupidly. Yeah. Yeah. But stupidly uploaded it to be matched when I shouldn't have done that because it was already purchased from Amazon. So the quality was fine. But when Apple replaced it, they replaced it with the explicit version, right? which I do not know why. And then I have other songs that I uploaded to Apple and they would replace it with a remastered uh-huh. or a different arrangement or, you know, right. sometimes um, a band from the 60s or 70s, it'll say re-recorded next to it. Mm-hmm. It's not the same. Mm-hmm. I want the one that I used to hear on the radio. That's yeah. what I paid for. That's what right. I want. But that's not what they gave me. Yeah. So for in the case of the CeeLo Green song, the Forget You song. So for those of you trying to play along, it's the F-bomb instead <laughs> for the explicit version. What I noticed was when, when you just sent it to me as a test, it gave me the clean version, but it was the artwork that said that it's the explicit version. So the artwork doesn't match what the actual song is. So if I go to Forget You, it says Forget You Clean, says that it's been matched, but in the album it says F-U, explicit plus video, which it, it isn't, but in the artwork it has it has the yellow cover with the F star star K-U. Right. And it, and it says parental be- advisory. And it might be because I have both versions now. So when you click on Get Info, it shows both those songs underneath that album art. Let me see under artwork, see if it does it. No, mine just goes to, it goes to the next song in my library. So it just has the yellow album cover. But I think that's interesting that it does say the correct title and it is the clean version but the album artwork says the explicit version. So yeah, there's just a, mis- a mismatch there, even though it's matched, it's still kind of mismatched. So you would think that the cover art would be correct if it was matched in Apple Music, 
You know, like why would they not match the cover too? So I don't know, but we're we're discovering as as we were making our wish list and as we were talking about this, we're discovering all of the stuff in Apple Music that just seems so so convoluted and like so confusing. But that would be one thing that I wish that Apple would say once and for all that Apple Music will not because I don't think they can say that right now, but that's why it's on my wish list. I think what I want them to be able to do is develop the algorithm or give us give us an option, like, you know how there's that checkbox that we thought would prevent it? Give us some way to say, okay, these, like a flag, maybe, you know, highlight these, say these 16 songs are live versions, they're bootlegs, whatever, they're radio versions, there's some kind of adaptation of the song that I want to keep that I don't want Apple Music to match you know, exclude them somehow. That's what we want. We want to be able to exclude a selection of songs from being matched in Apple Music. Whereas right now, your only alternative is to uncheck the sync library uh, option. And that's not really an option because then you can't participate with the Apple Music that you're paying for. So it just seems like an all or nothing kind of thing. And I and I just, I don't think a lot of people are happy with that. And in all of the forums and all the questions and things that I've been reading, it's like so many people distrust Apple for their music needs because of that. And it's just turned a lot of people away. And I really think that it could be improved if they would make a way for you to be able to select and exclude the songs that you absolutely don't want Apple Match touching. Whereas, you know, maybe like for in the example of the Eat a Peach album, I was fine with Apple matching it. In fact, when Apple matched it, it gave me a Dolby Atmos version that I could listen to that was, you know, a better quality. Now, on the iPhone, it is the Dolby Atmos version, but on the Mac, it gave me some kind of message that said, um, if you want to hear the Dolby, Atmo- the Dolby Atmos version, you have to first delete it, delete the download from your uh, hard drive, and then it will replace it with a streamed version that will be the Dolby Atmos version. And I thought that was really interesting. Another thing that was really interesting is, you know how in the metadata, there's a place for comments. Mm -hmm. So in my comments on that Melissa song from Eat a Peach, it says dollar dance. And at first I thought, did I, because I remember I I have the CD, so I know I imported it from the CD. And I thought, well, maybe did I download it for a dollar, like on sale? Like maybe it was from Amazon or, you know, some, some other music place where you could download and purchase music. Maybe I bought it for 99 cents or something. And then it dawned on me, oh, I remember that what that is. When my husband and I got married, the second time when we had the reception, we hired a DJ, but to play all our own music. So we spent months, the two of us, this was pre-kids, obviously, <laughs> and we made our own playlists. And we had different songs for different things, like even the cutting of the cake. Uh, the, and so do you remember the dollar dance? I don't know if you... I, can't remember the last time I went to a wedding, but that was a thing back then. I've never been to one that had no? that. So Where that you, paid, was, you pay a yeah. dollar to dance with yeah. the bride? Yeah. Yeah, it was like a way to raise money for the couple for their for their honeymoon or something like that. No. And it, there must have been a section where the DJ was going to play, okay, now it's time for the dollar dance. And I remember that in our music library of all the songs we ripped from CDs and download or whatever, we had put in the notes section there in the comments what portion of the reception that that song was supposed to play. And I think we even had, we had something where we, we had it all in iTunes back when it was iTunes and we had it all organized. And I think we ripped it. We must've changed 
I don't know how we got it to play in order, but we must have changed something in the metadata, like the track number or something, I think we might have. So we must have messed with the, meta the metadata because then when we gave it to the to the, the DJ, he just basically played all the CDs that we gave him and all the songs played in order. And I, I mean, I'm like a very type A. I, I don't think I was a Bridezilla. I might have been. <laughs> might have been a little bit of a Bridezilla, but I was very type A and I was like, I want everything organized and I wanted to know based on what the song was playing because I had it memorized. Okay, now it's time for this. You know, when when this song plays in like two to three more songs, it's going to be time to gather everybody to come cut the cake. You know what I mean? So I just, I knew what yeah. what was going to happen in the sequence based on what the songs were because we orchestrated it that way. We The DJ said, you know, this is the easiest money I've ever made because like he didn't have to come up with anything. We just handed in the CDs and he just played them in order the way that we had organize them. So that's the beauty of using a tool like back when it was iTunes and now the music app is you can organize all your music. You can curate it all. But when Apple gets in the way of that, then that really ticks people off and it turns them off from using the service. So those are those are my wish list things that I would like to see fixed. Let's yeah, see I remember back when this first was introduced, the oh people were losing their minds because they were uploading bootleg concerts and uh, audio that they had recorded at their own concerts and it was gone. Yeah, because they didn't back it up. Yeah, They didn't back it up. Mm -hmm. I mean, people look at me like I've got five heads because I have my music backed up in five different places. Like, How much well, of it what? did you have to lose before you figured that out? Or did you have that figured out before? No, I've always anything. backed up. Okay. I've always backed yeah. up. Yeah. So when I have had to delete my iTunes music for whatever reason, if it didn't come back from the cloud, I could say, okay, I had 8,000 songs, now I have 6,000. Mm -hmm. And then what I would just do is just reimport the entire library I had on my you know, external hard drive, yeah. and it would fill in the blanks. Right. That's why yeah, I have so many hard drives with this stuff, yeah, because it's yeah, I just squirrel it away in case I need it again. Yeah. And because I'm always experimenting with things, I'm always deleting things and reimporting things and wiping things and starting over again. You know, I just, I, I mess around with it. So I guess I've just learned over the years to make copies of everything and why people haven't learned that. I don't know. I guess they just trusted, you know, it could have been Apple saying, we're just going to match it with the same thing. And I guess maybe they just thought, well, that's Some what they're going to do. Some people I know are just very... Yeah, whatever. When I say you really should be backing up your mm -hmm. computer, even if it's a Windows yeah. computer, you should be backing yeah. up. Well, if I lose everything, it's not that big of a deal. Well, do you have your it, calendar yeah. and your addresses yeah. and all your contacts? Do you have any documents that are important? Are right. your taxes on your computer? Like, do you have things on your computer that you would really be SOL if mm -hmm. you lost? Or pictures? Do you have anything, you're, you're, you know, do you have hard copies of your pictures? Well, right. I have it on my phone. It's like, yeah, but you might lose but it's in it Facebook. on your phone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, spend 50 bucks, get a thumb drive, mm -hmm. back it up. Or 99 cents a month for iCloud. I, I, there's so many people who don't want to use iCloud for whatever reason, or they just don't understand what it is or why they need it. And it's like, but if you're if you lose your phone or, or, your, or your phone gets damaged, or even if you buy a new phone, do you really want to be hand entering all those phone numbers all over again but you should have they, both you shouldn't yeah. be relying just on iCloud well you that's should true also too. have a hard copy yes. backup yes. you know whether right. you know if you don't have a lot of data get a 32 64 128 whatever size yeah. you need thumb drive you can make it inexpensive and you can make it simple and if you don't want to back up your entire computer back up what's important your contacts your calendar your pictures and your music 
Yeah, all the stuff that you need to get back up and running again should something happen to your phone. Yeah, and you need to you really need to have it backed up in multiple ways, like like you're saying, in the cloud, but also on hard drives. And hell, even print it out on a hard copy. I mean, I still do that from time to time. Hmm. I save a lot of stuff and I print it out. I mean, because you never know. You know, you yeah. might be somewhere I've got iCloud. don't have electricity. <laughs> yeah. I have iCloud. I have, I have Time Machine. I have Backblaze. I have Super mm-hmm. Duper. And then I have a couple of other hard drives where periodically I back up my genealogy program. Oh, yeah, that's a big uh, one. All the data for that, which is worth, you know, I don't know, right now I think it's about 12 gigs wow. of data in there. Plus, plus my all music. the time that you spent doing mm-hmm. that. Yeah, plus all yeah. my music, plus all my pictures. Yeah, those are the most important things. Back up, back yep. up, back up. Yep. Yep. This has been a PSA from the Geeky Show Ever. Yeah. <laughs> We're not saying it to hear ourselves talk. <laughs> That's true. Maybe to keep people from quick complaining about losing the stuff now. It happens to everybody, but then it shouldn't happen anymore once it does. Exactly. What else? Um, what other geeky things have you done? Are you still keeping up with your water challenge? I know I am. We've now had to build that into our... Uh, our pre-show prep. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta go up to the bladder. Actually, first. I am not. Oh no! And here is why. She fell here is off what the happened. Bandwagon. Well, no, it wasn't intentional. This is what ended up happening. Okay, I was at about uh, maybe 133, 135 days in a row, something like that. Yeah, you had a, quite a streak and there. And then Friday morning, I saw in the paper that there was a boil water advisory in our oh, area. Uh-oh. We have, I've lived in this town for 38 years. There has never been a boil water advisory to the best of my recollection. Wow. And the reason why was because for whatever reason, a valve fell off of a pump at the water department at one oh, of the, my. one of the plants. Hmm. And that can potentially allow bacteria into the system. Okay. So what they needed to do was repair the valve, and then they needed 48 hours of testing mm. to be sure that the water was, was okay, which it turned out the water was fine. There was no, no bacteria or anything like that. But they said, we prefer that you boil water mm-hmm. for the next two days until Sunday. So for the first time, I went on the town and I signed up for the alert so I would know when it was okay. Mm-hmm. And it took until mid-morning Sunday for them to say, okay, everything is good. Mm-hmm. Well, at that point, I wasn't going to drink water. Yeah. Yeah, I drank There's bottled water. There's plenty of other water, things to, yeah. Plenty of which I could, have, I could have entered in, but I yeah. figured, you know something? Or just I've pour been, it into the, the water, into the, the hydrate. Right. Well, you can also manually do it. So if you have a 16.9 ounce bottle of water, I can just manually add that I drank a 16.9 glass of water. Yeah. But I just said, you know, between the coffee and the tea and the iced tea and the water, I definitely get more than enough liquid intake. Yeah. And it just kind of felt freeing (laughs) to actually pour some iced tea into a glass. Yeah. And not have to drink it. And drink. So, yeah. Starting Monday, I went back to it, but the last couple of days, I have not met my goal, and I yeah. don't care. I'm yeah. just hey, like, it was an experiment. See if it's going to work. I, I right. know that I'm drinking more than enough, so I'm not concerned. It served its purpose, though. Like it, it helped you train yourself to make sure that you were drinking, and it answered your question, like, am I drinking enough water? Well, I think I was drinking too much water because mm. not 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 to be crude or anything, but you know, mm. you start to get the bloated feeling and your stomach yeah. starts to hurt when there's it, just yeah. too much water. It's true, you can't have too much water. 
So I said, you know, I'm I'm good. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking enough. <laughs> so well, I mean, you can see know. it's it's yeah. right here, but yeah, fun while it lasted. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I'm like okay, I'm done. I noticed something uh, fitness and health related that I tried to do a floor exercise yoga the other day and had a really hard time with it. And I'm going to try something. I haven't tried it yet, but I started to go through the Fitness Plus, you know, all the different exercises, and I kind of like populated my library. And I noticed that they'll now tell you whether or not it's floor exercises or standing exercises. This is just for the yoga. Because I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to use the television and my Apple TV with Fitness Plus to do uh, standing exercises only or dancing or something that, like that where I can see to follow. But man, I tried to do a floor exercise the other day and I kept having to stop and look up at the TV, which is, you know, it's mounted up on the wall above the fireplace like yours. Right. And I just was having a really hard time with that. So I'm wondering, have you tried this? Have you tried doing it on your iPad or your iPhone? I was thinking, thinking about putting it on the floor. I, when I'm home, I use my iPad. Uh-huh. At the gym, I do treadmill workouts with my phone. Okay. So how do you do your yoga workouts with your iPad? Do you put your iPad on the floor and then you can see it while you're down there on the ground? Is that how it, it depends. works better? It depends if, it were, if we're standing or at least mm-hmm. starting with standing, I put it on a table. And then it says, as soon as they say, now get down to the floor, then I just put it on the floor with me. And mm-hmm. I try to okay. angle it so I can see, but mm-hmm. I've done enough yoga that I can follow by listening. Yeah, see, I haven't yet. That's what I need to do. So that's going to be my next experiment. <laughs> Just trying to learn how to do that because I, I can't, yeah, I can't just like hear the instructions once or twice, and I can't always just tell exactly what they're doing. You really have to see what they're doing with their feet. Plus, I like that they have another person that's off to the side doing a modified routine. Right. Sometimes that might be a little bit easier because I mean they have you turn yourself into a pretzel, and I'm not there yet. <laughs> just far yeah, they'll it. have you use blocks, or they'll have you. Oh yeah. If someone, yeah, like those those blue foam blocks so that they if they have you reaching down and maybe you can't reach down all the way like they can oh. you hold the block oh interesting. and that will help you stretch more you know okay. they give you that option you don't have is to it run out a weighted block. block no it's just a foam block but it just so i could use like a pool noodle or something or maybe um, even a pillow mm, or just something no it's got to no? be something something square yeah, it's more like a rectangle. It's made of foam, and you can just hold mm-hmm. it in your hand, mm-hmm. and it just helps you stretch a little bit more, mm-hmm. so that you can it's put kinda, it on the floor. Yeah, it's to make up like, for the inches um, that you can't reach. If, if you're sitting down and your legs are out in front of you, and say mm-hmm. you're stretching your arms over your legs, and you're trying mm-hmm. to really get those hamstrings, yeah, uh, loosened up. But if you take a scarf or a little blanket or something, and oh. you wrap it around your feet and you pull. Uh-huh. That kind of gives you more of a stretch. Yeah. That's the idea of the block. It just kind of helps you stretch a little oh, bit more. I should try that. I have a couple things I can think of that I could use. That's a good idea. I'm glad I brought that up. Fitness tips yeah. with Elisa. Yeah, so the modifications are good. I mean, it's the same with, with all the exercises. Um, like when I do the treadmill, the person, I always choose a walking treadmill exercise, uh-huh. but... I run part of it because I'm trying to get myself used to running. Mm -hmm. So I do 20 minutes. And if I get to run seven minutes, not in a row, but seven minutes out of the 20, I'm like, yes, you know, because before I couldn't do 30 seconds. So I'm up to about seven minutes. But the the person in the center is running. The person on the right 
is running and the person on the left is walking. Mm-hmm. And so what they do is the trainer will say, well, if you're running, put your incline at 1%. If you're walking, put your incline at 3%. But they never tell you what speed to go. Mm-hmm. Because everybody is different. Some people might be running at six miles an hour. Someone else might be running at four miles an hour. So they want you to do you. Mm-hmm. What works for you? Then it that will say, sense. okay, increase your speed. Now, you might increase your speed from 4.0 to 4.5. And maybe all I can do is 4.0 to 4.1. Well, as long as I'm increasing, you do you. Are you walking to so, the beat of the music? Because that's usually what propels me. I try to walk to the beat, so I have to pick no, different songs. No, I'm walking based on how fast I have the treadmill going. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. And they have, I mean, they have playlists. You know, they'll have, they'll have um, hip-hop playlists. I mean, they've done country playlists, dance playlists, rock playlists. I mean, mm-hmm. and a lot of times I look at the playlist and just go, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> but you do the workout anyway. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because yeah. I'm not there for the music. Ah, uh, okay. You know, and yeah. then the person who's leading is always talking, yeah. trying to get you motivated, trying to get you to, you know, understand why it is you're doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And it's the say, motivation okay, that's helpful. Come on, we've reached the halfway point. You're over the hump. We have less in front of us than we had behind us. Or I know there's one guy that I like. Um, he'll do things like... Um, Give you, give you different scenarios. Say there's like four pieces to the workout. Okay, the first one is you're meeting your friends at the park, but before you get there, you have to run to catch up to them. You know, oh, so give you like these little scenarios. That like, so like, to, to like, so you have something in your mind's eye of what you're doing. Huh. It's a motivational speech. Yeah. I like them. It. I think all the trainers are good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, of course, you're going to have some that you like better than others for whatever reason. But I think all the trainers are good. Are They're you using upbeat. the library to favorite things? Do you do, you do certain workouts over again because you like no, them? No, I started to, and then I just said, there's so many workouts. Yeah, it does get So what I do is like with the treadmill, you can do 10 minutes. I think it's 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, or 45. Wow. And I've done 10 and 20. And what I'll do is like today I was at the gym, I did 20 minutes. And so what I do is I... I filter, I choose 20, and then I scroll to what the last one I wa- I did, mm-hmm. and then I do the next one. Mm-hmm. So I'm still in 2020. I think I might be still in 2021, mm. possibly 2022. Hmm. What, other, um, what other exercise equipment have you tried besides treadmill? Is there any other gym equipment that you like to use fitness with? Or has it all been not, treadmill? Not at the gym. Not at the gym. I've just done the treadmill. And at home, do you have exercise? At equipment? home, I do strength. I've done kickboxing. Mm-hmm. Uh, kickboxing is very much like karate, oh, yeah. so that came, yeah. that comes that comes very easily to me because I trained in karate for twenty years. But the equipment so the that you need is just a mat for that, right? I don't even do that. I go upstairs; it's carpeted. Okay, and I have room, so I do kickboxing. I've done strength. I've done Pilates, yoga. I have a recumbent, which I I suppose maybe I could do, I could use the bicycle for, if I had to guess. But like, for example, there's no elliptical fitness plus routine. There's an elliptical workout on the watch, which I've done very poorly. But <laughs> but there, I wish that there was, you know, how like they give you that encouragement. I really wish that there was one for the elliptical because, man, the elliptical, I just, I butchered my calves last week. And it's taken me till this week to recover so I can actually even think about getting back on there. Yeah. 
but I'm I've done the dance. I, I haven't done dance in a while. Yeah, I should do dance more. But I've done the dance. And, and, and the person who leads the dance, I think her name, LaShawn, mm-hmm. she's just like, go, baby, just go, <laughs> just do it. Like, she's like, so laid back. Yeah. If you know, if you screw up the move, so what? Right. Keep moving. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? I'm like, that would be me. Plus, there's like nobody watching when you're in your bedroom. At least you hope not that's what, anyway. That's what you're hoping. <laughs> right. I'm just kind of look at the different <laughs> ones. There's rowing and mindful cult. Yeah. Yeah. There's no elliptical or anything. Meditation makes me crazy. So I don't do that one. <laughs> I've done a couple of those. I want to do more yoga. I just, I need to figure out a way to do it where I can actually understand what they want me to do with my body. Because I just, I feel like I'm being turned into a pretzel so far. I'm having a hard time with that. But I wanted yes. to at least start there. Yeah, I've done yoga before. There used to be two yoga podcasts that I listened to. Um, one was audio, but it came with a PDF. Mm-hmm. So you could just look at the PDF as they talked. And then the other one was video. Mm-hmm. So I would do the yoga with that. And then they just stopped. You know, it'd be really great if they could add, here's another, here's another thing I'm going to put on the wish list. I would love it if they could add physical therapy exercises, like just a whole library of physical therapy exercises that are like common. Cause I know that there's, there's libraries of them because when I went to the physical therapist, they gave me an app and everything and I can use the app, but then it has nothing to do with my fitness or my rings or, or anything like that. Usually what I'll do is I'll, I'll do the physical therapy exercises along with the app and check it off. And they want you to know like how, how difficult it was and that sort of thing. And while I'm doing that on my Apple watch, I'll have a, I think I use strength. Is I think the one that I use because I'm trying to improve strength in my neck and, and my hips and things like that. So, but I wish that there was a video or some motivation, you know, they can follow like, come on, you know, you're, you're halfway there. There's only, only a little bit left to go. You know, those kinds of things, like just kind of getting you through it. But wouldn't that be great to have physical therapy exercises? There might be liability issues with oh, that. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Mm. What do you think? What do you think might happen? Oh, because uh, people would you know use them yeah. as a substitute for a physical therapist, possibly. Mm-hmm. And maybe if if you and I had the same injury, mm-hmm. we might be told to do the same exercise slightly differently. That's true. Yeah. Just because be maybe complex. because maybe because of our history, our build, mm-hmm. um, how severe the injury was. That's true. Yeah, I would think I something like that, that might be might be too risky. Or maybe there could be a way where you could upload your own content because I do have these videos that I'm supposed to follow along with. But I just I just wish they had more motivational. Like I wish you could actually have like you have a fitness trainer in your pocket. I wish I could have like a physical therapist in my pocket. Hmm. Yeah. That'd be a cool. Addition. I do. I do like Apple Plus. I do like Apple Fitness. Mm-hmm. Is that all you've been using, or have you been mixing it up with anything else? No, I just go to the gym, mm-hmm. do the treadmill, then I listen to podcasts while I use the machines, or go into the um, the other room where the free weights are, mm-hmm. and then I usually end walking the track. So, what other machines do you use? I don't know what they're called. Okay, one one is called I think a lateral pull. Oh, okay. Yep. I can There's something that. where it's like a, it's a, it's a bar. And a bar. You just pull, I like and you that just one pull, actually. Yeah. You pull down. Yeah. And you can go in front of, in front or behind. 
you're yeah and pull down and you to get pull down so i just move my hands based on the mm-hmm. bar i just move my hands on the location and then you you've got like 10 20 30 40 50 pounds etc there's something like that there's one again i don't know the name of it but it's got a vertical and horizontal bar and i'll do and you just pull pull yeah so i do usually i'll do 20 of those holding the vertical bar then i'll do 10 holding the horizontal bar with my palms right down that's working out your biceps and your triceps and then i'll do 10 with my palms up Mm -hmm. so that one's more on the bicep Mm mm-hmm Pulling 10. Yes, yeah, so you're getting the front of the arm, the back of the arm, the side of the yeah, arm. Yeah, and you're also getting like the chest area, the back of your back, you know, the back so muscles. So what do you set your Apple Watch for? Is that going to be strength then? No, I just do other. Other, okay. Yeah. I wonder why I wouldn't, like, what would you use strength for? Wouldn't that be strength building? I don't want to do, I don't want to keep changing it every time I do something. Oh, because then you have to So after I get off the tread, yeah, after I go off the treadmill, I just go other. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I keep that on until I'm done at the gym. That makes sense. So, like, that's it. Well, those you know, are plus some the, great tips. You know, because then I go into the other room and I lay down on the mat and I'm doing some ab work. And then I get mm-hmm. up and I, you know, get some free weights and do some stuff. And I'm back on the mat, like, doing some butt work and some stretching. And then I go upstairs and I do the uh, the... the um, the track is on a second level, and then mm. I just walk the track for a while. And did you come up with this routine on your own, or did somebody help you put it together? No. And do, you, do you do the same one every time? No. Are you no, alternating? It depends. It depends on how I'm feeling that day. What time mm. is it? What do I have left? To, what do I have to do after I leave? Mm. So, you know, some days I just go and walk. Mm. That makes sense. I wish we could work out together. <laughs> One of these days, we said we were going to do that. We haven't done that yet. We were going to try to do a share play workout. We'll have mm. to see if we can get our planets to align and try that sometime. Yeah. Just go go it. easy on me, though. Let's <laughs> pick out something really simple. Yeah, well, when it comes to walking, I walk fast. I do, too. I actually have a pretty fast ride, and it gets irritating when people try to walk with me because I like to walk fast. Because walking slow kind of hurts. It's, it's, that's kind of painful for me. Especially like anything that's like standing around walking slow, that's just kind of excruciating. I think it was because my father walked fast when he was younger, and when I used to go for a walk with him, I could barely keep up. So I learned to walk. <laughs> yeah, you fast. learned like, to walk. Like yeah. we went to a show last night. We went yeah. to see uh, "Ain't Too Proud to Beg," which is the story of the Temptations. Oh, cool! And when we left, I'm turning around like, "Where's Tom?" Because I'm like, whoosh, I'm eating I'm your like dust. Sick. I'm zigzagging around people, you know, I'm like, get out of my way. (laughs) Have you tried any of the It's Time to Walk episodes on your watch? I haven't. Yeah. I haven't. The the reason why I haven't is because when I go for a walk around here in the neighborhood, I'm listening to a podcast or an audio book. Yeah, right. This is kind of like that, but it's a person talking. So I listened to the one with Hannah Waddingham, and that was really nice. But yeah, for the most part, I like music because... In our neighborhood, it kind of goes downhill, and then on the way back, you have to go uphill. And so I usually like for that last stretch to come back up the hill, I need something that's really pumping to get me up that hill. And I, I use the, mo- the music to motivate me. So, What do they talk yeah. about? Well, in, in that episode, eh, she was mostly talking about like her life and things she does. And it was just kind of like an uplifting motivational story, I think. 
but like she's actually walking while she's talking. So it, it does kind of sort of feel like you are going for a walk with that person. Oh, so if she sees like a really unusual bird mm-hmm. in the tree, she might yeah. mention, oh my gosh, look at that bird. Yeah. And you can hear her walking, like you can hear her footsteps. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's a, it's just something different to try than the same old, same old. It's not something I would do every single time. Cause like I said, I like the music, even podcasts. I don't think I would like to, I like to drive with podcasts on, but I don't, I can't see myself doing a workout cause I need something with a beat that helps me keep track of it. Cause that's how I feel propelled is with a beat where I need something to take my mind off of the I'm going uphill now mm-hmm. <laughs> so I mm-hmm. can focus on what I'm listening to mm-hmm. that's true that yeah I haven't thought about it that way I guess that could make sense yeah so we want to know from the listeners what do you listen to when you take a walk do you listen to music do you listen to audiobooks do you listen to Nothing, because some people don't like to listen to anything. They just like to listen to the sound of nature. So, Melissa, if people want to get in touch with us and let us know what they listen to, how would they do so? We have a variety of ways. You can contact us, old school email. Our email address is podcast at geekyishowever.com. You can go to our website, geekyishowever.com, and click on the contact tab and send us a message there. You can also contact us on social media. Uh, We have put something up over on Mastodon and you can follow us on Mastodon. It's at geekiest show ever at techhub.social. And there's a couple of other places, right? Mm-hmm. Well, continuing with Mastodon, Melissa is at the Mac mommy at mastodon.cloud. I am at sensei die at mstdn.social and Twitter, I'm at Elisa Paselli one and Melissa is at www.themacmommy.com for all things Melissa. That'll do it. Yeah. So we want to thank you so much for listening. We will see you again in a couple of weeks. Probably will be our discussion on what we heard in WWDC, what our thoughts are. So until then, please stay safe. <laughs>